Let's turn it into a weekend of love with some great tips on enhancing your marriage with Robert Kosick on The Sam Malone Show on AM 1070, The Answer. Our world-famous marriage talk segment now commences America. It's an entirely different audience comes in now. And they get a chance to hear us talk about something we all agree on. Well, I should say most of us. <laughs> Bill Clinton, just yeah, the conversation for a second. We talk about the glory, sanctity, holiness, and steaminess of marriage. That vow that you take before God, the community, and, of course, your husband or wife. You know, stand by them. You're going to be a rock. You're going to, whatever they need, you're going to provide. Whatever you need, they're going to provide. And you're going to put your wife up on a pedestal, gentlemen, and ladies, you're going to put your husband up on a pedestal. And you do that, and when someone's tired, weak, sick, whatever, it, you know, you'll you'll be able to give them cover fire when they need it. And when they have a rotten day, or someone loses a job, which happens, or you get a fender bender, or the you know the water heater breaks, you know, whatever it is, you're there for each other. You don't pile on the agita, and that's what we do. And my wingman for this op for many, 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 many years has been Robert Kosick. He wrote the book Honor the Vow, honorthevow.com. He's a marriage coach and church deacon, friend of our show for many years. What is up, Mr. Kosick? Happy Friday to you, Sam. Happy Friday. So, yes, I was listening to you and Denise talking about old school dating rules and how things used to happen instead of the apps, and, and I was thinking back to when uh, I first met my wife, and I had a good friend of mine who was a female friend, and I told her that, you know, I, had, I really liked that girl over there. We kind of had mutual friends, and so she went over and, and told Kathy that, uh, well, my friend really likes you. I'd like to get to meet you, and, and I got to meet her, and and really liked what I what I uh, saw, and wanted to get her to know more. And as a guy will do, uh, we worked out in the same place, so I started working out when she worked out. Uh, we kind of hung out in the same places, so I started hanging out more in the places I knew she'd be hanging out. And she was working on becoming a professor, so I figured, well, if I got to sit around and study, I might as well sit around and study where she's going to be walking around and stuff like that. And eventually, we started dating and. And we got married, and I was telling my daughter that story, and she goes, oh, my gosh, Dad, you were a stalker. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. If you actually put time, based on today's world, today's apps, if you actually put time into it, you're a stalker. Yeah, she said, gosh, oh. if a guy did that to me, I'd call the cops. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it's just, but they're, the kids, the, and I don't want to be a fuddy-duddy. Like, I'm only 55, so I'm not, like, being a fuddy-duddy on apps, but, God, they're missing out on that kind of, courtship you know i heard denise was going to yeah. brian adams was having the rocker brian adams it was a party for his new album and i heard she had mentioned she was going to go with another radio station had it so i called a buddy at that station i'm like dude whatever you want we're going to go old school godfather that you know do this and whatever you need in the future his name was mark he got me in and there i am i bumped i'm like denise what are you doing here at the brian adams party <laughs> but i she had said it and i yeah i guess that's stalker today but it was cute hanging yeah. out with her, you know, and rocking out in the recording studio. Yeah, that's, that's how you had to have things. And, you know, and she and I were talking one time as we started to get to know each other. And she said, you know, I've dated guys that were kind of like this, and I've dated guys that were kind of like that. And she goes, I just want to meet somebody that's kind of in the middle. And I raised my hand. I said, I'm in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> right here. Over here. But, but, you know, it took time. You put effort in. You got to know each other, and you worked up that relationship. Before you ever thought about dating was, do we connect? Do we like each other? Do we like hanging out? Then you move on to the other stuff. And today, as we mentioned, these two gals, the sisters, uh, the 29- and 32-year-old, just complaining just because of the apps is killing the dating scene. The apps were there to to help, but now they're killing the dating scene. Um, All right. It takes the effort. It is. uh, It takes the effort out. Let's get get to our world-famous... Marriage Talk segment content, 
you can all jump on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. And these are tips, Mr. Kosick writes, tip 223, and they should be able to help you along the way in your marriage through the many, many, many years together. Topic, if it ain't broke. We all know the saying, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. If you apply that uh, rule to your business in time, you'll likely no longer be able to attract customers. We saw this with the demise of Sears. The same is true in marriage, because we change. Our likes and dislikes change. What we enjoyed in our 20s is likely not achievable or as enjoyable today. If we want our marriages to stay desirable and attractive to our spouse, we may need to change up a couple things. Update your marriage may need. One, communication. Be more intentional about carving out time for quality discussions with your spouse. Two, us time. If you can't remember the last weekend away with just the two of y'all, it's been too long. And three, energize. Your diet and exercise routine may need to change to give you more energy and focus. Take it away, Mr. Robert Kosick. So was it Rodney Dangerfield, I think that said, I told you I, I got, uh, loved you when we got married. If that ever changes, I'll let you know. Uh, something along those lines. And I saw another meme one time, and it said, uh, the wife was like, you never tell me you love me, and you never practice those things, the commitment it's about. She goes, you really expect me to remember a conversation we had 25 years ago? <laughs> That's actually funny. That's funny. That's funny. I love that one. I love that one. So, but, but these are things. People change. Hobbies change. Likes change. Dislikes change. And, and there's, it's, it, you're really misleading and uh, kind of in a fog if you think that the way that we interacted 20 years ago is still applicable and the right way to do things today. Some things will still go through fine, uh, but other things change. Uh, the way you communicate, the things you communicate about, just trying to find time to be together is way more difficult now. And so if you just say everything's working fine, we don't have any problems, either they are working fine because you've been maintaining them and things are doing well and you've been keeping up with the changes, or you're completely lost. And if you were to do a scale of 1 to 10 on where your marriage was, the guy would probably say it's an 8 and the wife right. would probably say it's a 3. And so, so I would just encourage people, take some time, take a look at how you're communicating and interacting with your spouse, and see if maybe you need to change some things up because maybe you drifted apart a little bit and the same old routine uh, may just not be generating that spark and excitement that you used to have. Amen. Our world-famous Marriage Talk segment, heard coast-to-coast. Coast. We appreciate you tuning in from Philly to San Diego and listening. Robert Kosick, my wingman on this op, it's all on Facebook, Sam Alone Show. You say uh, communication number one. Make sure you remind people texting your wife or husband ain't communicating. Amen to that. Because if you go, and Princess will do this, like I'm running late, and I'll just go, KK, right? That is not communicating. Or I'll be home in five, or do you need something from the store? And I'll write almonds. That's not communicating. Looking at each other, or sitting on my lap, or snuggling, or you, you know, your wife kind of chilling on the sofa. That's communicating. Yeah, absolutely. So people look at that. I do that a lot uh, when I talk with couples um, and exchange information with couples. They'll send me texts back and forth, and uh, we'll get done with the conversation, if you will, or the exchange of information is really what you're doing, not really having a, not really communicating or, or talking. And they'll always say, thanks for talking with us. And I'll always be like, we didn't talk. We, we didn't. All we did was exchange information. Talking is if I'm seeing you, looking at you and stuff. And people misunderstand. Talking isn't just verbal. Like you said, the sitting, the snuggling, the cuddling, and just being together, that's a whole other level of communication that most couples just kind of forget about. And then the other thing about the number two thing is us time. Uh, a woman was telling me, she's like, something about the weekend, she's, oh, my, my, her kids were going over to the grandparents' house. I said, oh, you know, good for you and your husband, a little alone time. She says, no, I just want to sleep late. 
Oh, and I'm like, dude, trust me, when we had the babysitter, like when our in-laws came to town or my mom or something like that, and we could, you know, get alone time, nobody, we weren't, like, sleeping. <laughs> we weren't, like, so think, think what that does to the husband. All right, the kids won't be here. Great. I get to go to bed early and sleep late. He's like, what? <laughs> really? <laughs> He's standing there with a bottle of wine and a Victoria's yep. Secret gift card. Oh, okay, never mind. I'll just go now. Fine. I'll go find somebody else who wants to stay up late. <laughs> God, I was like, really? On behalf of all men, really? Uh, uh, all right, a hot and heavy marriage tip, part of our world-famous marriage talk segment. The topic is, I'm bored. Mr. Kosick writes, intimacy is the worst area of a marriage to apply the if-it-ain't-broke rule. 20 years of the more or less exact same routine can significantly reduce the passion in a marriage. If intimacy is barely more exciting than washing your hair, maybe you should invite your spouse to join you while you're washing your hair. Yeah, I can imagine anything that you've been doing the exact same thing for 20 years ain't going to be exciting. <laughs> if, you say, if you say, you know, if, if if your wife is like, yeah, we can do it tonight, but just make it quick, I'm tired. You've probably got some issues in your oh, marriage that you need to fix, right? Uh, so it can get very mundane. And I've talked to a lot of older couples who this gets to be a very serious issue because some of the things that you, you talk about in one of the commercials that you have could be one of those issues, uh, which goes back to point number three on the previous tip. But there's all kinds of things that are going on and going different. But a lot of times, couples just kind of get in this comfortable routine. This just works. And so if it just works, just let it stay. And actually, in that particular area, if you're not moving forward, you're moving backwards. And it's never a this is good, we should just stay here kind of thing. Because, again, people change. Desires change. Excitement, you want, you want to seem a little bit more uh, different, a little bit changed up. And so if you're doing the same thing over and over again, uh, it may not be so exciting. And, and we've had many, many tips on this about fast food, eating in different places. We've used all kinds of analogies in this area. I'm just encouraging people to maybe change things up a little bit. And yes. And if, help and your spouse wash wash your hair. Wash your anybody, yes. Well, all, listen. First of all, it's always good when y'all take a shower together. I'm just telling. They never tell Absolutely. you that anywhere. Else. I'm telling you. Two, the same thing over and over again becomes a punchline. And if you remember the show, everybody loves Raymond. Love the wife, show. the wife, uh, Deborah, who's Patricia Heaton, a very good pro-life, a religious woman, God bless her. Uh, Deborah would make lemon chicken, right? And she only had one. She only had one dish, lemon chicken. And they they go back to this flashback when they their first date. And she says, come on over. I'm going to make you lemon chicken. He goes, oh, lemon chicken. I love it. This is the best lemon chicken I've ever had. Well, like 20 years later, she's only dish, she's still making lemon chicken. Well, add something else to the kitchen repertoire. Add something else to the repertoire of the other important room in the home. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the tips we did a while back was uh, chocolate and roses. And we said, if you bought your wife chocolate roses and took her to a movie and took her to the same movie every single Friday night, that would be great maybe for the first or maybe the second Friday night. But if you do the exact same thing every single Friday night, she's going to be like, you know, maybe we ought to just skip the movie this time because we just did that four times exactly the same way. So, um. <laughs> you imagine that. Honey, let's go see that movie again. And she'd be like, yeah, the same let's, movie? Let's, let's uh, DVR whatever movie we love and watch <sighs> the exact same thing. And oh, it's funny. That's funny stuff. Be right, creative. Go, go to our Facebook page. This is Marriage Tip number 200. And 23, as we pull the curtain on this week's episode of our World Famous Marriage Talk segment. It's on our Facebook page. It's also on demand. So let's just say you just jumped out or you got to jump out of the car for a meeting and your wife didn't hear it or your husband didn't hear it. When you get home, 
Maron, it's free. Just go to our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show, and you can watch the video version of our conversation we just had. And it's all there for you all to read tonight over a glass of scotch and a glass of wine. Uh, just helping you keep your marriage, you know, to keep it rolling, man. Talking about the glory and the sanctity, holiness and steaminess of what God brings together. Let no man or woman tear apart. Our great friend, Absolutely. Mr. All right, man. That's so, for the, so for the for the next holiday, instead of buying your wife a, uh, a dozen roses, buy her a bottle of shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be awesome? That's, That's a great idea, actually. You know that? Shampoo. Yeah. And she's like, what am I supposed to do with this? You go, uh, wash Don't worry about it. I used no it. I'll show, hey, I'll show you how you do it. Is. Yeah, I'll Dog. show you how to use the shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> you looking at me. Uh, our World Famous Marriage Talk segment wraps up for today, the 8th day of June in the year 2018. Mr. Kosick, thank you so much for uh, being part of it. You have an outstanding rock and roll weekend. Have a very, very blessed weekend, Sam. You got it. Arrivederci. Ciao, Bello. Back in a second. I'm turn 70 the answer. Under my skin I've got you Deep in the heart of me So deep in my heart That you're really a part of me I've got you Under